Well, the chickens and the rabbits are in the same barn, right? And so, like, I love chickens. I have no affection for rabbits. Mm. And it turns out that, you know, well, if you want to see the chickens, you have to walk past all these rabbits. <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's like putting, like, all the discount deals in the store, like, in the back of the That's store. That's right. Yeah. You have to walk past the uh, impulse buys. Yep. And also past the uh, rabbits experimental food Rabbits were definitely an section. impulse buy for me. <laughs> 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 There's some like magician joke to be made there. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I can't connect the dots right now. No. no. All right. Covering Ooh. bicycling trains. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We're the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains, and transit, adventures, and life hacks. And today... Reunion show. Reunions. There, reunions. there are multiple types of reunions there, in, in there the are, podcast studio right now. Yes. Oh, this is an intersection of reunions. It is. Kinds of reunions happening. Indeed. Uh, to our left, we have Brock Dittis. Hey there. Welcome back to the show. Thanks. Did you miss me? I did miss <laughs> you. That's just going to be my sign-on. <laughs> like every ever since I stopped being a regular co-host, like that, every time I come in, I'm like, "This will be funny." It's never funny. <laughs> <laughs> and to the left of Brock, we have to our Jonathan. further left, exactly, Jonathan Lee. Thank you so much for joining us. You can say hi, John. Yeah, we hi. can't hear waving. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's all good. Jonathan uh, and I met on a bike touring trip down the coast of Central California. I guess we made it together to Southern California. And uh, he's back in town, catching up this week. So thank you so much for coming on the show. My Both. pleasure. Yeah. Did, did uh, you arrive by bicycle? From his house. Okay, there we go. But not all the way So you Seattle. have a bike in town. I do. Yeah. Good. I haven't touched a car since I got here. <laughs> Perfect. A little street cred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I find that that's how I am too, because now I live in a life situation that pretty much necessitates a car. If I want to do anything besides go to work and go home. And so, um, yeah, it's it's a lot of like, hey, let's put the bikes on the car and go somewhere. <laughs> and then you're like, you know, motor independent as long as you're in the place that you plan to do things. Yeah. I, I uh, We came up here from Salem with the family. We're on our way north for a, a different thing. Tomorrow, day after tomorrow. Uh, mm. But uh, I took Bike Town around town for uh, a couple different legs of oh, my oh, trip yeah. today. Yeah. you still have the membership. I that, still have the that membership. That is also yeah. a reunion of a kind. That's right. I'm riding Bike Town again. Yeah. <laughs> and they're still as heavy as they uh, ever were. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Indeed. You had That had been a pretty good uh, sort of temporary solution, though, because one of the things that we were wanting to talk about on the show today was uh, I saw Disc Trucker was mentioned. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that means your disc. That's correct. Okay. Because yeah. you, you had... Uh, recently gotten the job in salem when you got that bike and right. one of your concerns was that it might not fare so well that it might get downtown. like just stolen or messed up from yeah. being locked up for 10 hours yeah. a day so bike, so bike town was that you know heavy but very uh utility focused way to get to work at salem for a bit there yeah eight dollars a month of uh, a piece of mind insurance yeah totally <laughs> and i paid for it in the legs but but also i needed some exercise because i was sitting on a train for two hours a day as well at mm-hmm. least if the train was on time but yeah, was uh, it, Bike Town is good. Yeah, they that's have, that's our local bike share uh, system for anybody who doesn't know it. Sponsored it by Nike. They have a free. I think they just got done with their free weekend as that's well. Right, I saw the message mm-hmm. about that, and and you could just go out and ride it without paying at all. Yeah. Indeed, I missed that, but I I 
paid for the subscription already. So I well, you're helping <laughs> pay for other people <laughs> to have right. it for free. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It supports the total cost of the system. Exactly. Did you say it's only eight dollars a month? Uh, it's like ninety nine a year, I think. And so broken up over twelve months, it's about that much thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, and then you you can always do a la carte too, which is what I did to test it out at first, and it was it was a good deal, but it was more expensive overall. But uh, I guess I need to go back and refigure the math because I moved. Oh, out of town for my new job uh, about an hour south of here. So I no longer have access to the system on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, Salem, Oregon, by the way, just got its own bike share system. Really? Uh, but Ooh. it's like bike share 1.0 where like you still have to leave it at a docking station oh, and all yeah. that stuff oh, okay. as opposed to, yeah. And I don't know that there's necessarily an app system or anything that works with it. Okay. So I haven't used it. Tulsa just recently went bikeless, but they didn't re- or not bikeless. bikeless. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, Tulsa's been bikeless for, no, I don't know. <laughs> dockless. Um, but, they didn't change their like bike fleet at all. Oh, really? Okay, so they have like the so old school. The bikes. docks are still there, and the yeah. bikes that like you dock them to mm-hmm. are like you can just go ahead and dock them to there. But uh, okay, you can just leave them wherever. But you'll still see occasionally like somebody will like put it up to the dock and then trying like, to make be it work. really confused as to like. <laughs> Why isn't it locking to this dock anymore? Mm. Yeah, and Jonathan, you're in Seattle, you said? That's right. And so you've got some experience with Lime, right? Because isn't Lime the bike system up there? Yeah, they have regular unassisted mics as well as the e-assisted Lime bikes. Oh, that's right. And Seattle has Lime's new car share thing, I think. Correct. Do they have the scooters too or no? They have, I believe they have the e-scooters. Wow, so Seattle, Emerald City, Lime indeed. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lime's got the corner on the market. It's all green. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Car to go and uh, I believe it's called Share Now. Yeah, whatever the big conglomerate, uh, it's it's like, uh, what, uh, corporate car share now, I guess. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We never had car to go on. I always thought we like, hey, we should like it. have them as a guest, and we never did. Oh, I see. And but now, they're, now they're too big. We had we had Reach Now on. We did. Reach, yeah, car to go swallowed Reach Now. It did. So yeah, it's, it's a big now. gaping maw. Yeah, we should play the whale song from the Decemberists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have the rights to that. <laughs> I don't think we do. We could play 15 seconds of the whale song from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Cute. But Definitely not, but not don't. 16 seconds. Definite, oh, I see. That's that's the limit. That's the cutoff. So I, I something like so, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That, that'd probably sue us anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, one of the nice things about a bike share system is you can go somewhere and get cold, tasty beverages. Thank you, Brock. <laughs> That's when, when I'm ever when I'm riding a bike share system. <laughs> I like to go to you know, let let's say any, any particular place. Where, where would you go in Portland if you were looking for a nice, tasty, cold if adult beverage? If I was beverage? looking for a cold, tasty beverage, one place I would go to is Twelfth and Division. Oh, I always go to and Division Twelfth. Oh, really? Yeah. On that corner. <laughs> What's there? You will find a Los Gorditos. But on the yeah. other corner uh-huh. of that same intersection, mm-hmm. you will find the Beer Mongers. The Beer Mongers. Oh, yes. I love them. They have a cyclocross team. They do. Yeah. We need to get them back in. Yeah. Have you been there recently, Guthrie? Cross I, is coming. I have been there recently. What were you doing there? I was getting some beer for our show. Oh, nice. Nice. It must have cost us a lot. It was sponsored because... They believe in the podcast, and, and we like them, and it's just a great, a great thing that comes together. Those guys, they're super nice. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty swell. What I've champs? Heard, and, and Kimmy Cross is coming up. That's right. Yeah, so uh, we we should definitely have them on the show. Kimmy Cross is Sean the. Uh, oh, he does. Yes. Oh, cool. Nice. I haven't seen Sean in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean's been all over. If you follow the uh, the beer mongers Instagram, oh, uh, yeah. they took like a pretty epic beer trip recently. I feel like they were out like visiting some breweries or maybe some tap houses somewhere else. But they were like, I forget where they were going, but they're always going somewhere. I and think I need to readjust my algorithm then because I know <laughs> I know we follow them, right? But I just don't see enough, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's probably serving you pictures of like surly racks or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> now I'm getting a Brompton Japan. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I got their Instagram now there we like, go. in my feed. Like the corporate account for Brompton Japan? Probably. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, so they have like a locality base. I, I blame um, uh, cycling, walking, eating, talking. Mm. Oh, okay, uh, right, yeah. Hey, there's two more cans of beer on there here. Are. There are. Maybe, maybe our two guests should each have one. Yeah, there's uh, Matchless has the Hops New Fruit IPA, and uh, Old Town Brewing has the uh, Waimei Hazy. So, Jonathan, do you have a preference between which one you, you take? Love a good IPA. Yeah, go for it. Fabulous. Well, Jonathan and Brock divvy the other two beers. I'm having a Full Nelson India Pale Ale as an IPA day. Mm. And there was something special in the... Uh, selection when i showed up there today what yeah, do you have an Aaron? this is really new uh it's by wildland kombucha oh wow which is made right here in portland they really branched out like they've got all kinds of oh yeah non-alcoholic beverages as well yeah i love that na for the win yeah you know yep. sober september is uh, coming up after this oh, weekend yeah, doing, by the, by you, the time you, anybody still hears doing this sober september huh well no i stopped when september was over last year but i'm gonna do it again this year <laughs> well, that's what i mean like you're still re-upping that's every right. september yeah hey yeah. Cheers. cheers 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 to the beer mongers and to you the loyal listeners indeed um speaking of sober september this september i'm gonna take on two S's. no sugar no sugar september yes uh, Ooh, uh no yes it should be el- sugar-free alliterated september? Sand sugar Sand September. Sugar. Mm, nice. Ooh, I like it. I was thinking sober, too, like sober September and sugarless September. Mm. But you're uh, you're always sober September. Yeah, it's it's a little too easy <laughs> for me. You got to give up something that you don't that you already do. Right. I guess. Yeah. Fair yeah. Nice. I'm gonna try to take on no sugar. So are you gonna have dry kombuchas? Is that uh, that's it? Okay. This actually may not count because yeah. I see cane sugar as an oh, ingredient. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing it's not September yet. I don't see where the nutrition facts. Can you is. define no sugar, September? Uh, <laughs> is it added sugar? If if I see sugar as an ingredient, ooh, um, hard line. Yeah, yeah, and How about that fruits? would include that would include fructose uh-huh. that w- or like fructose corn syrup. Yeah, I'll I'll eat fruit. Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. I'm not yeah. natural <laughs> sugars. Natural intrinsic. I'm human. <laughs> Look for that no yeah. sugar added peach. I'm not a robot here. Um. <laughs> uh, any like you know dextrins, maltodextrins or whatever. That was the first one I thought of. Oh yeah, yeah. That's really the. Only I don't know one any other dextrins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna try to try to also steer clear of any um fake sugars. Okay. Oh or, really? So yeah. no like artificial or even, sweeteners. Yeah, or even like alternate alternates. So no stevia. Alternates to sugar. No stevia. No sweet and low. No sweet and low. No equal. Not even honey or agave syrup. Uh, what's the other yeah. one? Uh, monk fruit. Uh, a monk fruit? Just got into monk it. Monk fruit is fruit, though. There you go. True. Yeah. yeah. Is there another oh, one? What's the other? Man, so last time I did the whole, like, Whole30. <laughs> yeah. And doing, hey, like, no let's sugar. talk about the Whole30 yeah, for a while. right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's our listener's gotcha. favorite. That's six <laughs> months of <laughs> <every> segment. <laughs> Health tips. It's good. It's right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, last time I did it, I grew a love for dates. Oh, really? <laughs> And was like, why, one, why was I so resistant to them uh-huh. in the first place? You were. And two, why would I need honey or sugar anymore? Ah, yeah. Dates are freaking amazing. They're hella Check sweet. Check them out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do kids can well? Do kids still say hello? Does anybody still say hello? Am did, I allowed? Did to? anybody yeah. start saying hello? <laughs> People younger than I still use it. Okay, oh, all right. Okay. I was just thinking to myself as I was walking through town today, like I'm not as hip as these other people, and I was mm. thinking like I th- I thought I bought pretty hip clothes, but I bought them like ten years ago, uh-huh. and well, now I'm a dad. You see, you might not be hip, but you are hella hip. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't wear skinny jeans until I saw dads wearing them. Then I realized it was okay. So, yeah. Oh, is that is that the thing? Well, you were ahead of the curve. You've always had, like, cool, you know. Well, I'm not a dad. Well, no, but you've got cool Does that style. Mean, like, I, you didn't I gotta, have to be. I got to, like, You're read. punk rock. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't punk rock. I had, I was, uh, yeah. But no, I, we were talking about sugar. Oh, yeah. So, no sugar. No sugar. Sand sugar, September. Yeah. Sober September, incidentally, sugar yeah. as it breaks down uh-huh. becomes alcohol. Becomes alcohol, right? So really, it is a sober September. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, good luck. We should uh, we should quiz Tim Mooney for tips sometime. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's he's famously uh, against sugar unless he's on tour, in which case he eats <laughs> all rules are out. Hello, sugar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's good. <laughs> That's your last lollipop, then. It is. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out and keeping me honest. That is my last lollipop. August 29th. You did, to your, to your credit, you did deliberate a fair amount over having that lollipop, if I, if yes, I remember. Yes, you were there. You were, you were like, well, should I? I don't know. I'm going to really hate myself. You thought this. about it more than I think about most lollipops. I'll put it that way. Hey, what have you guys been up to? Oh, not much. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) boom. Um, Well, I've been having Jonathan over. Yeah, that's been fun. That's super cool. Yeah, I I love. Yeah, that you guys knew each other on a tour, and you're also connected now. Mm Because there are a lot of cool people that you meet on a bicycle tour, and usually you think you're never going to see them again. But in this Mm. case, you guys get to hang out every year, every other year. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Jonathan's up to some pretty cool stuff out there in the world, too, so it's always fun to see what he's up to. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a bow, but you can't see. <laughs> you are. Yeah, it was a nice bow. <laughs> For our listeners, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, gosh. Where do we begin? Wherever you'd like. <laughs> well, I'm a traveling photographer and videographer, and I take on projects in the States as well as other parts of the world. In the last four years, I've gone to Nepal and other parts of south and southeast asia a lot for personal trips work trips and a lot of volunteer opportunities and i'm actually going back to nepal later this fall nice for another round of um earth rebuilding permaculture youth empowerment programs through an organization that two of my good friends started uh just after the earthquakes in 2015 okay yeah nice very cool uh, you've you've got your camera with you tonight. I do. Yeah, you've been you've been shooting nonstop since you since I came in, I think, and maybe since before I came. This in. is a cool space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's my first time here, and I've heard a lot through Guthrie, and yeah, I want to shoot some stills and maybe some videos. However, it's helpful for you guys nice. in the future. Thanks. Yeah, I'll send them over to you. Awesome. You know, cameras and and bike, especially bicycle travel, I feel like go really well together, especially because you are. Yeah, it's easier to stop, right? You see something cool. You get to stop. It's not like you're in a car and you're zipping by and it would be really inconvenient or there's no place to park or you'd have to like drive five miles and turn around. Like you can stop just about anywhere on your bike. That's right. So, yeah. Just pull the brakes and that's it. Right there. Pull, yeah. Pull out. Sometimes you can even shoot while you're riding. Mm-hmm. But hey, safety first, guys. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm recalling like one particular set of hills we descended where maybe safety was second. 
but the camera was definitely rocking first. Is there an ABC check for cameras? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, like oh, advance, <laughs> um, bolster, uh, I don't know. If if shooting was spelled with a C, it would be right. always be shooting. Click. Right. Always be right. clicking. Yeah, always be clicking. Hey. <laughs> nice. TM. There's your next... Uh, Kickstarter idea. Maybe. There, there we, we go. go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. This idea, copyright Sparker Podcast 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Claimed it. <laughs> hey, get the domain name right now. <laughs> Always be oh, clicking.com.org.biz.fm. Clicking. Com. Dot 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 biz. Biz. Yeah. <laughs> Got it off. That's right. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, donors. Yeah. <laughs> this is where your money went. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Next crowdfunding idea. <laughs> I mean, hey. one of these someday. Buying domains is like the lottery. It's going to pay oh, yeah. off <laughs> someday. <laughs> it uh, it's not a top level domain, so it's oh it's, yeah, you're checking right it's now. It's only twelve dollars <laughs> a it, month. Yeah. That's not bad, actually. <laughs> see, always right. be clicking. Yeah. What about click in? Yeah, eight 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 eighty eight a year for dot com. Oh, okay, doesn't get better than that. It's not that's, bad. That's cheaper than the bike town. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> yeah, for the cost oh. of the bike town that I don't usually ride, I could have a cool yeah. domain. Yes, that exactly. I don't use. <laughs> Well, well, well then, like when you when you don't re up the next year, and they're like, "Tell us why you decided not to oh, not yeah, to go yeah. with the subscription again." I'm like, well, I needed the money for <laughs> always be clicking. I, I was I was buying hella domains, sir. <laughs> Dig it. Thank you for your feedback. A coupon for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> you had lived in Portland for a little bit in the past, Jonathan, correct? You know, it's couch surfing. I wouldn't say oh, living. Okay. <laughs> you you have you've been to Portland before. I've been on many friends and strangers' couches and guest rooms in Portland. That's a living through the years. Yeah. 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 I mean was it I mean, longer than two weeks? Because I think that's how landlords define Was it, it ever longer than two weeks? It's always been less than two weeks. Okay. But I always have a great time. There nice. we go. Winter, fall, spring, summer. Yeah. You have a residency in fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would change my ID card and just put address where the fun is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Zip code. Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> Zip code is like five emojis. <laughs> yes. See, you're caught up at the times. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. right. <laughs> you're cool, Dad. Thanks. What <laughs> <laughs> <My> dad goals. <laughs> oh. Thank goodness for Unicode standards. That's right. Okay, I'm off in the weeds. Oh. There, there's now an emoji for giraffe. There didn't used to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. Hey, as long as the peach emoji is still there. There we go. Exactly, mm-hmm. yes. The peach and, and all the other useful ones. <laughs> yeah. I, I found out the not-so-unawkward way that eggplant means something as an emoji. <laughs> not so. That, that's a double negative. That means that you it was it was awkward. Yes. Yes, and you found out. Yes. <laughs> you were educated. <laughs> I w- well, they they were nice about it. They were just yeah. like, "Hey, did you, maybe you should look that up." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is there is there an urban dictionary for emojis? Oh, I'm sure there <laughs> okay, is. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna refrain because that's just how I'm feeling right now. But I just like that emoji. Yeah. Damn it. I did well because you you have all of your fruits and your vegetables. You do. Of which eggplant can certainly come up and along. So. Yes, it can. It's also close to the banana emoji, and I do like bananas. Yes. Yes. Well, bananas are great. They're fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Um, this this week, I, I don't know. I haven't been up to too much. Good. I, I finished my book from last week You're and started it off. another one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most notably, Jonathan and I were talking about 
solving a problem at work yesterday, and I solved that problem with 10 minutes to spare at the end of the day today. Ooh, so nice. That, that's currently what I'm just feeling yeah, good about. At the end about. of the work day. At the end so of the like work day. You were like sliding into home. Sliding into home. It was uh, getting... It was a six-step thing, and I couldn't figure out where step one started, but mm-hmm. I figured it out today. So step I get to show up profit. tomorrow and, and actually get shit done. There we go. Good. Really, really nice to be experiencing after a day of pounding my head against a screen. So, yay. Well, and collaboration good, is good, good for that. Yeah. Very good wind down. Yes. We rode our bikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went out and um, checked out the homegrown smoker up in North Portland. Oh, yes. Got ourselves some yummy vegan barbecue. And I heard on the podcast recently, Aaron, you said you've never been there. I have not oh, been my there goodness. before. That is yeah. the best vegan restaurant in Portland, I think. Really? Yeah. Whoa. It's kind of saying a lot because there's, there's a lot of vegan restaurants out there, there are. that are really good. Well, I think, and I feel like yeah. people like try their... Especially if they are out there as a vegan restaurant, they're mm-hmm. like trying to Your like target. up. Yeah, they're trying to like up their game mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I w- I would say of that location that I've never had a meal that has left me dissatisfied. Right on. Um, that can't be said of all vegan restaurants I've eaten at. So in that regard, I like it. <laughs> it's pretty tasty. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's uh, uh, there's probably some good energy there because mm-hmm. formerly it was occupied by the uh, grocery and deli. Uh, Proper Eats, which was oh, famously it's in like that space. great hippie deli and, and food store. It was just yep. like, you know, yep. crunchiest uh, foods. It was, it was great. Everything was mm-hmm. like totally natural. Uh, the guy in the kitchen had these enormous dreadlocks that were all piled up in like a three-foot hat or something. <laughs> um, great, great food. Uh, but yeah, Proper Eats, when it went away, I was really sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, great music venue, too. Like, it was a good oh, place to yeah. watch like a really small show. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, yeah, when it went away, you know, things things happen, things change, businesses come and go. Um, I was like, well, it's too bad. It was a great space. Never go there again. Turns out, homegrown smoker, doing mm-hmm. good things. Potentially yeah. with the uh, residual good energy that Proper Eats had there. Yeah. yeah. So, right on. Yeah. No, they're right a tasty on. spot. Yeah. We, we uh, got a chance to bike up, catch the sunset near St. John's Bridge, check out the park there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we got a good ride in yesterday. Yeah. Jonathan, had you seen the St. John's Bridge before in previous visits? I have. Yeah, it's a great place Ridden to take across, right? Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> Those arches and everything. I didn't realize we were at the same bridge until I checked the map and I yeah. rode, rode across that. I rode across that six years ago, which okay. was about maybe a few weeks just before I met Guthrie mm-hmm. on that bike tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a good, were you touring when you rode across it, you said? Yes. Yeah. So, ah. I mean, it's a great bridge to ride on a tour because, like, the views are spectacular, and it's kind of like your entrance to, were you riding into Portland? Actually, out. Out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Heading um, out towards the Oregon coast. Okay. Right, right, right. So, well, in that case, it's a good, uh, it's a good exit. It's a good, like, hey, this is a fun town to be it's in, good. and now the road ahead. That's right. You yeah. face the forest, and then... Yeah. Get out of the city craze. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite it. things about St. John's neighborhood in Portland is that when you're up there, you can look across the uh, the river from anywhere in town, almost or anywhere in the neighborhood, and like see the hills on the west side of the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from a lot of places in St. John's, you'd have no idea if you didn't know the river was there. You'd have no idea there oh, was yeah. a river there. Yeah, oh. that's true. But uh, but oh, yeah, obviously it's uh, there's a large river uh, intersecting yeah east and west Portland. So yeah, the the way you just described it, um, I think maybe it's just not seeing the place for where it is when you live in it but uh the way you just described it reminds me of the effect i felt when i first saw the hudson river ah uh, where there's just very like that that, that river is definitely there uh-huh. uh, but if you're you know <laughs> um maybe like a quarter mile into the thick or in a bush or something like that i'm i i was on a trail when i first saw the hudson yeah. river but uh, the, where where yeah. were you which uh, uh, which state were you in it was new york state okay and towards um Let's see. Do, do, do. 
Wow, I'm totally blanking. That's I think right. it was in Hudson. Okay. In the Hudson River. Yeah. Well, uh, up, up where the river is. Up where the river is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing blanks on yeah, New yeah. York geography. Brain I, fart. Yep. It's, exactly. It doesn't matter. It's upstate. It happens. <laughs> well, they would say it's mid-state. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, just like so when I does. say I'm from uh, Eastern Oregon, people are like, oh, Bend. And I'm like, nope, that's no, still the middle like, of that's Oregon. That's central Oregon, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not upset. You know, the maps but that I they, will point yeah. out that it's in the center of the state. <laughs> the maps that they have on, like, a, a different scale because... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, what I was going for was um, the river itself, it, it sort of slopes, and so it, it doesn't look like it's as large as it is until you're much closer to it. Yeah, and, yeah. and that effect I'd never noticed at St. John's until mm-hmm. uh, you just mentioned it. Perspective, And, and I man. think I just got used to it so quickly that yeah. I didn't think about it. Yeah. Totally. Um, that That's my story. Nice. Well, very good. Aaron, you've been doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting, sitting on my couch. I, honestly, like even that is still doing too much. I really just sort of stand and like look at the wall for a while. Okay. Taking it all in. Yeah. Is it meditative? Oh, totally. Cool. Totally. That's nice. great. Um, I came across <laughs> the uh, I came across the discovery just, that I, I, I've always been terrible. I'm just gonna at like sort leave of, that there yeah, as if yeah. like like people would actually do something like that. I, I believed you. So I, I was second guessing myself, and I shouldn't have. It, it was Hudson. I was okay. actually uh, in Hudson. Okay. On there the we Hudson go. Right that makes sense. But it's the double the double positive. Yeah. Which uh, I said, yeah, I totally second guess myself. Have, uh, did they have a revival showing of Hudson Hawk in the theater the, that day? Uh, oh, no, no, okay, they right. didn't. There's, there's, there's some neat stuff in Hudson. Yeah, um, it's it's a big antiquing place as far as East Coast locations go. Right. Uh, what I particularly enjoyed about it was that it was very close to Woodstock, and oh, I really yeah. like Hudson as a city. But um, being on the West Coast and hearing about like mm-hmm. most of the bands I grew up listening to as a kid, and you're like, oh, I'm so close to where like they had a wild, crazy yeah festival. Yeah, just a mud pit. Exactly. Right? Eventually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. many other things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's right. a documentary. I'll let you watch that. So uh, right yeah, <laughs> they were showing the documentary on Galliano Island when we were up on our tour this okay. last week and or well two weeks ago now. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh. They're, they're showing this movie and like I saw one sign then I saw another sign then I saw three signs mm-hmm. I was like these people are really into Woodstock <laughs> yeah really <laughs> yeah wow. well but, no that makes sense you but know, island people of, are hippies too yeah. oftentimes more overwhelmingly you know above <clears throat> and beyond any other uh, affiliation yeah. or, or a persuasion yeah so it made sense that this particular island would be full of people that want to go watch the Woodstock documentary so yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a good watch yeah <laughs> I haven't seen it yet I have to I don't think I've ever watched it in its entirety. <clears throat> Remind but me. I, okay. My most memorable was, and now I can't even remember the name, this blues musician playing an acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And at one point his string busted and he's talking to the audience while he's changing the string. Uh-huh. And it's totally natural as if. Seamless. Yeah. Like it was planned as if that it way. Was, it was just practiced. Yeah. You know? And maybe in like two, three minutes while he was talking to the audience, he had that thing strung, tuned, uh-huh. and he was ready to go again. Back at it. Yeah. That's cool. That and, and Joe Cocker, uh-huh. just, man, wailing. His lungs. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of dead and stuff now. Well, yeah. Man, mm-hmm. his lungs time, at that time. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. He must have had a lot of strength in, the, in those lungs. Yeah. Nice. Um, um, I was thinking about, uh, well, instruments and things. We could talk about music all day. Oh, couldn't uh, we? What, was Woodstock... 
the place, or was it the Newport Folk Festival where Bob Dylan went electric? Newport Folk oh, Festival. Okay, all right. Yep. So I'm thinking. I, all right, I almost crossed, I almost crossed my wires off. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pete Seeger freaking out. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, also another good documentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that? Uh, uh, what was it called? I'm not here. Yep. The the movie with like a bunch of different actors all portraying Dylan. I <laughs> had not. Because uh, there was the one, there's the one scene in which like they're doing the Newport Folk Festival thing, and then like uh, <laughs> they like open up their electric instrument cases, and then like the band turns around and just fires like like guns into the crowd or something like that. Oh, really? And it's like that was the uh, that was the equivalent mm. of what oh, Dylan did by yeah, bringing yeah, electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was it was like he was assaulting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like it was that that. Uh, it's an interesting violent. film choice. Yeah, and I think that was uh, in. Like Kate Blanchett, I mm-hmm. think, portraying yep. Dylan, which she did a great job, by the yeah. way. Yeah, but absolutely, yeah. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, school started. It did. S- second day of school today. Oh, nice. We nice. survived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, keep the uh, keep the streets safe. Keep your speed down. So Watch far, for people on so the roadway. Far, knock on wood. That's right. Everything's gone without a hitch. Excellent. Um, nice. Working on the radio these days. That's right. And uh, you talk to people who are doing the work. Yep. Nice. Yep. Can I make a comment? Yes. I love seeing how many parents and their kids are on bicycles and trailers. Oh yeah. Mm. Like here in Portland. Yeah. Like for school. This is the closest I've seen in the United States of the proportion of people traveling by bicycles. Say compared to. A lot of places in Europe. That's really good to hear hmm. because it doesn't always feel that way here. Like I think just last week, you two were talking about some of the the difficulties on the road and how it like it doesn't always feel like it's a good place for it. But it's now, nice to have. It's hard like, to stay positive sometimes. Yeah, it's hard, it's nice to have an external perspective that says, "Hey, there's something good happening here." Uh, I'm really glad you saw it. Yeah, glad you said it. Yeah, yeah. Where, where um, Guthrie lives, which is where I'm crashing right now. It's a bike corridor. Yeah, I heavily bo- trafficked. I, I think both streets are designated bike route. Yeah, mm-hmm. but right across the street is a. I think it looks like a, a maybe a daycare preschool mm-hmm. setup. Yeah, and there must be like five to ten trailers kind of lined up <laughs> when, this, when these kids are getting ready to get off school. I love that, and they all get picked up. There's yeah. more parents coming by by foot or by bicycles, getting the trailers ready than by car. It's That's amazing. Cool. That's great. I really love it. And there's, there's, there's a decent amount of commuters and parents riding around with their kiddos on, on trailers in Seattle. But here, I feel like there must be twice, if not three times oh, a wow. Hmm. I wouldn't have expected that. That's yeah. cool. And I ride around quite a bit in yeah, Seattle, too. Yeah, right, so right. You know I, it. I get a pretty good feel as to what the maybe baseline is, if there's such thing as a baseline. But sure. here, it's noticeably higher. So go Portland. Oh, cool. The Thank Se- you. The city... The people who are riding the bikes and then the grassroots folks who are advocating for it. Yeah. Well, and I, I know it's like a little bit different everywhere. And it's like, I, I would say it might be easier here than in some other places. But wherever you are, you can do it. Yeah. That's um, right. And that's right. yeah, I think, it's, I think it's worth the attempt. It's worth doing it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always a big supporter of families by bike or just, yeah, yeah, families on bikes. I think I've said in previous podcasts, like every time I see a kid on a bike or a parent taking kid on a bike, it's like it's like yeah, we're yeah. going in the right direction. Right, mm-hmm. things are gonna be all right. Yeah, and it, totally. It covers your eight to eighty mode share. You you get your eight yeah. your eight side of things for that. Actually, I'd like to see an eighty year old take an eight year old on mm-hmm. a bike. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have them ride in together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, you, well you've had some experiences with riding and yeah. kids and I was going to say, are you guys fans of uh, dirtbag families? <laughs> define, what made you choose define that? Define dirtbag family. <laughs> Uh, I, I is thought this, of is well, this could, like an actual designation? Like I want to say, our friend DBR uh, probably would. Uh, he described himself, I think, as a dirtbag tourist or something, where he was just like out on a bike, rolling around, not taking showers, uh-huh. uh, you know, just landing where you can, uh, picking up food where you can, uh, just kind of yeah, just dirtbagging it, you know. Yeah. And I realized, like halfway into the first week of my tour with uh, Adele and our new son, that uh, we were also the dirtbag family. Because we hadn't had showers, we stayed in campgrounds that had no like no shower facilities. They were pit toilets, you know, just like running water to drink, but not like really to bathe in. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, we were very dirty, and I thought, oh yeah, well, hey, here we go. Because <laughs> we weren't cross bunks, <laughs> yeah. right? That's that's like a different uh, a different definition, for yeah. a different group yeah. of people. Uh, but yeah, but we were dirt bags because we had not showered and did not intend to, and continued to, to proceed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, no, we we took uh, we took a tour over the last two weeks or so. Um, we were, well, anybody who's listened to the show for any number of uh, years knows that Adele and I, since we got married, did a bunch of tours in different bunch of different places, uh, kind of pushing our limits, like seeing what you did your summers for. What you we, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What we lived for. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we had I to stop. I almost said exactly that, and I, I <laughs> dialed it back. <laughs> I can say it. You can say it. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but we, um, <laughs> we couldn't do long tours because I took a position at work where I had to work in the summer. And so uh, our last tour of, what, like eight weeks or nine weeks or something was in uh, 2014. And that was right before my frame busted. I think like oh, yeah. I might have even broken the old it on Janus. the tour and didn't realize it until yeah. And then that frame failed for good last fall. Uh, but but yeah, we that one had like thirty thousand miles or more on it, probably more. Um, and uh, yeah, we had stopped doing tours because we only had so much time, and we had also done all of the kind of every direction you can go from Portland and take a long tour. Mm-hmm. We had done. And, uh, so we decided like, what else could we do? We did some hiking, uh, you know, we did the uh, Pacific crest trail segments. We did Colorado trail segments. And, uh, then last year, because Adele was with child, uh, it wasn't good for bicycling or you know, like seven months or eight months pregnant. She wasn't ready to go and, uh, and do either of those things. So we rented a car and went to the uh, Canadian Rockies and hung out up there for a bit. This year, we wanted to get back out and do something more active, and so uh, Adele planned this trip for me. I, uh, with, I've with i taken a new job, and that kind of consumes most of my time now. It's funny because like, uh, back in the day when I was working a different job, had more time at home, I was able to plan tours and everything. Like My brain is now full. I can't plan uh, for yeah. shit. And so uh, I, <laughs> Adele put all the plans together. She's like, here you go. Uh, I remember it was a little stressful for her trying to figure it out because we uh, did a lot of uh, ferry schedules that we were mm-hmm. working out. We mm-hmm. went to... I'll read you our destinations if that's all right. Just yeah, to, no, that's fine. I figure what I'll do is I'll tell you where we went and kind of what it looked like, and you guys can ask me what you're interested in from there. Okay, uh, but it was a two week trip. Uh, we did one week on the Gulf Islands, uh, which is kind of like uh, people in America know the San Juan Islands. Um, People in Canada would know the uh, Gulf Islands, and they're very similar. They might even be the same island chain, right? But uh, there's a political boundary between them. So uh, we went to the Gulf Islands, uh, which are just north of Vancouver Island. So uh, we stopped in Shaw, which is in the U.S., uh, spent two nights in Shaw. And then we went to Canada, two nights in Salt Spring Island, two nights in Galliano Island, uh, where they were showing the Woodstock movie. Yeah. Uh, two on North Pender. Um 
one and then one more week after that on Vancouver Island, which we kept calling the mainland, but it's also an island. It's just a much bigger island. Mm. Uh, and so, is that like a, a localism? Like, do, do, does everybody call it that? I the didn't mainland? hear anybody else say that. I, oh. We just, yeah, it was, it was us kind of like taking a mental shortcut. Let's go to the mainland. And well, the mainland is Vancouver, BC, mm. right? But uh, ah. yeah, uh, which is also a ferry to there, but we never went. Hmm. Nor did we go to the elusive Point Roberts, which is a geographical anomaly. You guys know about Point Roberts? I don't think I have. Point Roberts no. is the little spur of land. The 49th parallel is like the imaginary line that they used to draw oh, between a line between and Canada and the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they made it zig and zag so that the San Juan Islands are in the U.S. and the Gulf Islands are in, uh, you know, with Vancouver Island in Canada. Uh, but what they didn't do is zig for this little piece of land just south of Vancouver called Point Roberts. Uh, it sticks down below the 49th parallel, and because of that, it's part of Washington State. Uh-huh. But it's not geographically connected to the rest of Washington State. So hmm. oh. um, if you're there, for example, the kids that go to school that live on Point Roberts go to school in like Bellingham or Blaine or something, right? Uh, they have to send a school bus into Canada, and it runs all the way over to Point Roberts and picks them up. So it crosses the border twice, no, four Ooh. times yeah. in, in, in the a, morning and four times in the afternoon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I so, want to know what endorsements that driver has now. They gotta have, uh, I think Washington has what they call an enhanced driver's license. Mm. So you can, oh, I'm sure they have some special arrangement because yeah. like, the kids don't all have to show their passports, I'm sure. <laughs> um, or do they? Well, maybe. Is that part of like registering for Who school? Who knows, right? Cause, so we went to Canada, and actually, my son Cyrus went to Mexico when he was like four months old or something. And so he had a passport and had his little passport uh, photo taken at four months. It looks four hilarious. Months. Wow. Uh, so he's got a Does passport. Does it like, say like my first passport and like <laughs> fake Crayola? With like, yeah, like embroidered uh, cover or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, so we went uh, to Vancouver Island as well and uh, went to Couchin Bay, Couchin Lake, Port Renfrew, Souk, and uh, Victoria and the Sydney uh, Peninsula. Uh, via the Galloping Goose and Lockside Trails, which I'd love to talk more about later. Mm-hmm. Adele rode her Kona Sutra, which uh, it's a really old, heavy Kona Sutra. I think the newer ones are lighter, but um, hers is the one that we bought, and it's the one she still rides. And, uh, <laughs> good rim brake uh, bike. Uh, my disc trucker that I got last fall um, finally put it some really hard work and finally yeah. merited the sticker I have on it that says Suck It Mountain Passes. <laughs> um, there's not as many stickers on the new frame as the old one because the new frame is still like kind of shiny. Mm. But I did want to have just like, you know, mountain passes. They're, they're hard to climb, right? And so I wanted to acknowledge that that was the case. So now I actually deserve, ooh, stickers from the beer mongers. <laughs> no way. Now you have stickers for your yeah, bike. Fresh off yeah. the press. That, thank Ten you for bringing I, I am going to stick these on some things. There you go. Yeah, they're like on my black frames early. If yeah. you'd like. <laughs> I, and I do. And I do, sir. You, you just reminded them. You ri- reminded uh, me that they were yeah. in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my disc trucker. And uh, I did all of the towing of, of Cyrus's trailer, not because Adele was, uh, you know, d- didn't want to. Uh, we both have the hitch. And, Aaron, you remember when we toured with that family down to Crater Lake oh, way yeah. back in 2011. With the rust. Yeah. Um, they had a similar attachment where it was like the skewer mounts. There's a little uh, kind of ball hitch system yeah. where you can uh, you can swap the trailer out. So if the hitch is mounted on one bike, you have a different hitch on another one, you can just like swap them whenever you want to. Right. So Adele could have towed the trailer, but I um, I've been gaining weight. Because I've been working. And <laughs> You're working on your dad bod. I am working on my dad bod. I got a really good dad bod. Um, <laughs> but uh, I really wanted a little extra uh, challenge. You know, I wanted to be able to work a little harder and maybe burn a few more calories. And so um, 
Cyrus rides in a, uh, is it Thule? Thule? It looks like Thule. But I've always pronounced, pronounced it yeah. Thule, but I believe I it's pronounced Thule. Yeah, so. uh, I have heard from or a rep that it's Thule. Okay. Thule? Yeah. yeah. So he rides in the Thule Chariot Cougar 1. But but go for whatever you want. I'm sure they're fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we attempted, so we did a four-bag setup for both of us, uh, five-bag for me because I have the handlebar bag, uh, but just classic, you know, panniers, um, no no fancy bike packing setups not that i'm against it but i've just been for bag touring for so long that that's what i like to do yeah mm-hmm. um and four bag, four bag tour that's what i call it yeah it's just like you know like two bags in the back two bags in the front that's a url <laughs> fourbagtouring.com <laughs> continue <Check it>. Boom. <laughs> uh yeah and uh so we if you packed, care to donate to the sprocket podcast that's right yes <laughs> no. to our ever-increasing list of domains that we own and operate <laughs> and we'll someday sell for a great profit oh yes <laughs> That's really what we're all about here. Yeah, that's another that's buying another bike domains town pass and right selling there. them right. at a premium. Exactly. Oh, scum, yeah. of, scum of the world. Oh my god! What, you know how like people flip houses? Rich <laughs> web, web. web flipping. Yeah. <laughs> Start like posting on on Ugh. on uh, light posts like. Get rich quick. That's Ask right. Ask me how. We'll pay cash for domains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll buy your old domain. Uh, <laughs> fixer upper domain right. yeah. <laughs> so we packed all of our own gear in the four bags right and uh we tried to keep the trailer just for cyrus and just for the things that he would use um so like all of his extra clothes he's a lot smaller so his clothes take up less room his sleeping padding uh we just brought along an old worn out uh fold out because i use a foam pad for mine i got tired of uh, inflatable pads deflating mm. and right all on. that sort of thing so i got a foam pad and my old one uh kind of lost some of its spring but it was still soft enough for him to sleep on we'd double it up and, and use that so we wrapped that up had a couple blankets that sort of thing uh, wrapped them in plastic just in case it got wet and tied some of it onto the trailer the trailer's not really designed to carry a lot of cargo uh, but there were spaces uh, between like the, the walls the fabric walls mm-hmm. a little space below his feet uh, we brought uh, because babies get dirty surprise um, we, I've uh, heard that before <laughs> <laughs> uh, well and what's the thing that babies do more that hum- like adult humans do less have fun. Poop themselves. Yes. <laughs> both. Oh. <laughs> and both will get you very dirty. And so we we're like, we got to bring a thing along that will help us clean. So we had this, uh, yes. uh, we had this, uh, it's, it's a, like a litter box for cats. Um, but we had originally you taught bought... your kid to use a litter box. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Is that for a cat hole? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> We, we bought this a couple of years ago for a Halloween party to make like some gross dessert, right? Uh, yeah. um, and then we just had it sitting around just like this multi-purpose tub or whatever. Um, and it turns out it fits perfectly in the little foot space uh, mm. that his feet would go into. And it was a good place to like keep some stuff. So we brought that along as kind of like a wash basin for him to get like some, some uh, trail baths uh, while we were out there. Oh, nice. So he bathed more than we did. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was. I'm uh, sure he pooped himself more than you guys did. Yeah, uh, that is also true. Yeah, that is also true. So. Not by much, but yes. <laughs> so it was good to go out and uh, just kind of hashtag kinda... scatological emergency. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag contests you shouldn't enter with your child. <laughs> Seriously, uh, but yeah. So we carried his stuff in the trailer, and uh, the, so the diapering kit and uh, a couple of extra things, you know, just like tucked into places where on the trailer where it uh, where it would fit. And it turns out when you load that stuff, like it's not super heavy, but it's more heavy than it would be for just like a jaunt around town. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it, my bike was very heavy. His trailer was very heavy. Um, it was a little bit cumbersome, a little awkward. Um, and when you're trying to load onto a ferry, um, people who uh, manage, what do, you, what do you call them, longshoremen or whatever, 
uh, ferry Ferryman. workers, ferrymen. Yeah, <laughs> the ones who direct traffic and like make sure everything's safe on deck when you're on the boat. Oh, mm-hmm. not the um, boat operator. No, 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 not the pilot or uh, or his mate or whatever. But uh, we've got uh, people who just like direct traffic on the way in. Um, there's a good place for bicycles crew. on these boats. The crew, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's a little more difficult to find a good place for the trailer because it's a bit wider and oh, yeah. uh, mm. it's connected to my bike, and so like you can't just like weave it between cars and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, I can see that. Yeah. So they uh, they didn't board you first though. Depends. Depends. Okay. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that that was our setup. Uh, I also had some statistics I wanted to bring because I um, Ooh. this is the first bike tour I've been on that I've I guess had like tracking ability. Uh, I was always interested in how far I was going, but I'm also super interested in uh, and I wrote it on the back of a receipt somewhere, which receipt I will find as I talk. Oh, it's on the back of a liquor store receipt. There we go. Uh, okay, so we did a total of and I did not convert to kilometers because I am a uh, an American. <laughs> I'm a dumb American. I will. I, I want to preface this not because I'm better than people who use kilometers, but because I don't understand kilometers. I am not as smart. Hey, not like yet. Base ten. <laughs> I don't use them yet. <laughs> so There's I'm so using hope. imperial measurements, right? Um, the uh, yeah, so much simpler. Right. Seriously, it makes, it's five thousand two hundred eighty feet a mile. What's not? What? What doesn't make sense about that? Right. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it was it was really interesting spending a bunch of time. I noticed when we crossed the border, we landed in Sydney on Vancouver Island, where the uh, the Washington Ferry drops off. Um, by the way, uh, make sure all of your core fruit and stone fruit is done. Mm. Uh, make sure you didn't bring any. You cannot mm-hmm. bring stone fruit. Uh, that was, I guess, what they were really concerned about. Okay. Wow. And we were like, oh, well, we can't bring it in. He was like, we, uh, you can't bring it in. Uh, and so the, the border crossing person, the Canadian uh, official. And so I'm like eating this nectarine, right? I'm just like wolfing it down. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, I've still got three or four good bites on it when he comes back with the bag. And I'm like, oh, sorry, just wrapping this up. He's like, I'm not waiting for you to finish that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was not happy. We're going to put you in boat jail. He was nonplussed. Oh. Uh, so that was my welcome to Canada. But uh, it was I mean, they're very nice up there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, stone fruit is fruit that has a pit. Yeah, like a pit. Yeah. So, oh, okay. like, uh, yeah, nectarines, avocados, what have you. Oh, interesting. Uh, or cores. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up up until just now, I actually thought that was a type of fruit. Well, like I'm sure a, there's probably a stone fruit other somewhere oh, okay. too. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Anyways, this Sweet. is all in Thank miles. You. So, uh, 327.34 miles is the total distance that we biked. Um, the number of feet. That we climbed overall because uh, I, I tracked, you know, climbing uh, elevation as well. 19,814 feet. And I felt every one of those. Oh, yeah. So my, my legs were weight. so, I so I was going to say, you That's, probably uh, had a little bit of drag. Yeah. Um, yeah. For- for international listeners, that's 6,048 meters. Bless you. Thank you You're for welcome. doing that. Yes. Uh, and that uh, equates to three and three quarters miles uh, of climbing, like straight up, uh, if you were to do it all at once, which I didn't, but it felt like it every time, uh, every time there was an uphill. Um, and then let's see here. The t- Oh, the total time, uh, time on the bike was 1,997 minutes or 33 hours and 17 minutes. Wow. That was the amount of time that we spent over two weeks. So... Uh, those are the stats, and I was really interested this time around because I've never tracked anything before. I really mm-hmm. wanted to uh, to know the data. Yeah. So from that breakdown, was it average? So, for example, did you have very long ride days and very short ride days, or right. was it relatively about the same for each day? Uh, it, it was an average of about 
30 miles a day, I think, on the yeah. second week. The first week okay. was mostly island touring, and so they were shorter, but there was more elevation. Gotcha. Uh, islands are terrible to bicycle on. Don't ever do it. <laughs> because you get on this boat, you have a lovely boat ride, right? Uh-huh. And then they dump you off on the, they, they let you, you walk, you push your bike off, right? And uh, they're like, hey, welcome to this beautiful island. There's a steep hill that you have to go up right away. Oh, <laughs> oh. gotcha. And uh, almost without fail, uh, even on Shaw Island, there is a small incline as you get off the ferry. Uh, Shaw Island is a lovely place to bicycle, I will say. It's not that it's devoid of hills. There are hills there, um, but it is a beautiful place to be. It is very quiet. Uh, Shaw Island is in the U.S. San Juan Islands, and um, uh, when I was a child, my family took the ferries out to see the islands, and I remember at that time the ferry terminal was operated by nuns who lived in a, what, a convent or whatever on Shaw Island. Hmm. And so every other one had, like, a guy in a reflective vest, right, like, on the shore just kind of making it happen. And then we, like, pull up to Shaw, and this lady in a habit, like, full, like, black, you know, with the yeah. hood and everything, like, just, like, cranking it down. And I'm like, where wow. are we? What is this magical place? <laughs> 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 Do these exist? Uh, this person, who is she? Hmm. But uh, I think the – I went back, and it's it hasn't been that way since, like, the mid or early 90s or something. Okay. So, yeah. But, gotcha. But the, uh, the, uh, the habit – Tat of nuns? What do you call it? The convent? Habitat? <laughs> I don't know what do you call it's it. It's a nunnery. <laughs> a nunnery. A nunnery, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's there. So, okay. uh, they're still there. They're just, uh, they're doing other kinds of work, I guess. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so islands, uh, the uh, Salt Spring Island is absolutely amazing. And the campground that we landed on there, um, what was it called? Ruckle. Ruckle, because it's similar to, there's a Ruckle Ridge out in the gorge. Um Ruckle Campground on Salt Spring Island is absolutely beautiful. Have you been there, Jonathan? It's on the list. Okay, yeah, you got to go. It's great. Um, it's it's a hell of a climb. The The hills are very steep. Uh, and again, this is like the first big hill, first work I'd actually done on the bike, I think, since the tour started, was getting uh, to there. And it, the worst kind of climbing, I think, in my opinion, is steep climbing where you're already in your lowest gear and it's still hard to pedal up. Uh, the sun is beating down on you. That's like, you know, full sun, no clouds, mm-hmm. no cover, uh, and no breeze. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. like my forearms are just like popping water out of the, out of the pores. It's like, it's the worst. I hate it. Uh, but it leads to good things. It always does. It does. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you have to believe it when you're starting because you're like, oh, this, this is the worst. I, I, why did I think this would be fun? Uh, because it becomes fun later. It becomes fun after type you climb two, that type first two one. Fun, type I two believe. fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, this was the first tour that I did with a mirror. And hmm. uh, we had uh, helmet, at, helmet or handlebar um, or glasses. glasses. Oh, yes. okay. I got the one that mounts the. You yeah, could yeah. put it on a hat, I guess, on the bill of a hat, but mm-hmm. it didn't mount as tightly, and I didn't take the time to figure out how to make it work that way. Gotcha. And I just liked it, like with you know, the way that it fit on the glasses. It was a really good uh, position. Okay. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, so, any of you have any of you used a mirror before? I have to say, I love it. Yeah. And Do it you was, have the glasses was, mirror or the other? It was a man in Seattle who saw me touring. This is back in 2013, the same year Guthrie and I met. Ah. And he says, you're touring without a mirror? What are you thinking? Do yourself a favor. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Go to your local bike shop, REI. Yeah. Get yourself a mirror. Yeah. And huh. I did. Right. And it was a game changer. Huh. Yeah. Well, it, it's really helpful because I never thought about how much you're either craning your neck to see who's coming behind you or just like praying that nothing is going to happen as they pass you, not knowing how close they're passing you, not knowing what kind of vehicle it is. I remember, uh, Aaron, when you and I and Adele did the tour in 2014, was it? Spring tour down on uh, Big Sur. Uh, down Big Sur. Yeah. yeah. And uh, going through that tunnel. 
And every time oh, yeah. any motor vehicle approaches you in the tunnel, it sounds like it's the biggest engine. Yeah. It sounds like an yeah. 18-wheel truck, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and it turns out it's like a Civic or something, but but you don't know that until, <laughs> yeah. until it passes you. And so you're just scared. You're like, it's going to hit me. I'm going to die. This is the last thing I'll ever hear. Mm-hmm. Um, with a mirror, you don't have to guess. You know. Um, and it was... It, particularly important for me i found that i was expecting i would put the mirror on and i could see my son behind me all the time yeah turns out uh he's way below me and so i oh. had to like crank my head up looking at the sky to for the mirror to point at him so i knew okay. what was happening but mm-hmm. it was really useful for that because i could tell either if he was moving around or if he was asleep he would take a lot of naps on the on the in the trailer on the tour while we were bicycling and so it was good he needs about two naps a day at this age right now he's about a year old and um so yeah he needs to sleep and he gets cranky if he doesn't Sometimes he gets cranky before he goes to sleep, but uh, put him in the trailer, just kind of cruise. Uh, the vibration, I think, was soothing to him, uh, the moving air, some of the road noise, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he would uh, he would just kind of conk out. And uh, The particular model of trailer we have will kind of kick his seat backwards. Mm. Uh, he's wearing the nutcase helmet that you got for him, Aaron. Uh, thank yeah. you. Uh, uh, you and you and your uh, partner Anna. Yes. Uh, thank you both for that. Cause, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's super useful. It's nice to know that your kid's head's gonna be safe. Um, it's cool because it's, it's like a baby nutty. Yeah, the yes. nutcase helmet has. Uh, it's got this little like uh, cloth tab that goes where the the two pieces come together, so that it doesn't pinch the skin. There's like this nice like oh, soft nice. felty yeah, yeah. thing mm-hmm. that goes right between the clasp and yeah. uh, and his his face, so that he's never well, like. I wonder if you could just order one of those. Just for like an adult, yeah, exactly, yeah, for yeah. fun, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so shout out to Nutcase Engineers, yeah. right? Right? Is that your helmet too? No, no, <laughs> but but they do a good job. Felt like giving a shout out. Absolutely, yeah. Nutcase is great, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's there aren't that many kid helmets, right? Like I feel like mm-hmm. that's the only really they kind of like, got the corner on the market. I right. think there's a few more that are out there, but yeah. they're the only ones that like and come e- to mind. And anyway. even at that, there's really not that many kid helmets that kids would be like that's a sweet design they really like, like work i on want those to put designs. my helmet on yeah, yeah. Oh, the moment they see the the watermelon design and the other mm-hmm. cool designs that they have they're like i want to actually wear that yeah mm-hmm. I, i'm okay with that totally yeah. That's right. That's yeah. For, yeah and for the adults they do offer it in an adult size too there's watermelon yeah. for oh, adults too there we go i think <laughs> i think they do yeah um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so one thing i'm curious about is you've done a lot of touring did you notice any difference in the deference paid by other road users with the trailer as opposed to your previous rides? This is a good question because I was thinking about that. And I mean, part of it, I was thinking like, oh, Canadian drivers are so much nicer. But maybe it's because they see that there's a baby trailer too. Like maybe that's part of the, maybe my uh, my control uh, is not is not well set for this experiment. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so too you many have variables. people sort of, sort yeah. of like really taking a... I guess, road out of their way to get out of your way. For sure, yeah. Okay. Well, And I will say that probably, uh, you know, just statistically speaking, there are fewer assholes in Canada than there are in the U.S. <laughs> uh, and so I think <laughs> I think the bar is a little, bit, a little bit higher for conduct and kind of what's expected. Well, it's a lower population, right? Well, there's fewer people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, and I will say that, like, later on, like, the islands were great. I think a lot yeah. of people either are on, like, like uh, island time or like island island uh like good vibes or whatever like they're they're mm-hmm. being kind they're taking it easy um i rarely felt on on the islands like the small islands that i was in danger or that mm. my son was in danger or that like it was this was a dangerous situation to be in um when we got down to so port renfrew is the farthest out on the island we went uh it's on the southern strip of uh vancouver island and uh, it's largely almost all the entire town is kind of owned by this big company that like uh, does outfitting and adventures and has a pub and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, 
but uh but yeah it's like the farthest you can drive on uh the southern coast of vancouver island before you turn inland uh and then it gets super wild uh it's also the launch point for two hiking trails that are extremely difficult apparently Mm. uh at least in part because like it's so wet there and it's so like muddy and and, uh, rugged and the ocean beats the shore and it's it's pretty rough Mm. um but anyways between there and uh sook or souk i never quite it might be souk i can't remember exactly how it's supposed to be pronounced um there was a stretch there of about 40 miles, 46 miles, uh, where uh, I want to say from Port Renfrew to a little place called Jordan River, there was a coffee shop and a campground that was it and some lumber industry stuff. Uh, but uh, there wasn't really all that much traffic, and it still felt pretty good uh, between those points. Hmm. From there onward, going east back towards Victoria, um, it was uh, it was pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> there was no shoulder. Mm. Traffic was pretty intense. Uh, there were some points. So if there are assholes in Canada, they're right there and they are Canadian, <laughs> then that's, uh, that's where I saw them. Okay. Uh, just a couple like, you know, y- you do a tour in the U S and like, you're going to get uh coal rolled by an enormous truck. Like some, just some, some dick behind the wheel just doesn't give you enough space. Uh, wants to like, blow smoke at you and, yeah. and make you feel like you're uh, inconsequential because well, <laughs> they see how amazing you are and it makes right, them and they're feel insecure. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're they're, yeah. they're threatened yes. so I, we they were not threatened <laughs> in that big thing <laughs> I like, never ex- this guy's <laughs> carrying his kid on a bike uh-huh. at this age i wish my dad did that for me yeah Screw now him. i'm going to lash out <laughs> by right rolling coal that's it so we were not rolled coal upon oh uh, okay. in, in canada oh, that's good uh but there were some some big truck drivers and i think honestly a lot of it does come down to ignorance like i think most people driving big trucks don't have, they've never been outside a big truck on a bicycle when a big truck passes a bicycle right. and so oh, they, they don't know yeah. what it feels like uh so they might be a little aggressive they might be a little bit yeah. like ah mm-hmm. screw this guy but they don't know how how frightening it can be mm-hmm. to be passed by an enormous vehicle with a loud mm-hmm. engine especially like notably i don't think you can blame anybody for revving their engine as they're going uphill mm-hmm. um but uh but that's just that's good. like engine noise is scary because you don't know what it means at first. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and so, and that's compounded by uh, you know anybody who's biked with kids. I think has a, a maybe a greater understanding of what it feels like to have uh, your child whom you're responsible for. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and if anything happens to them, they could be hurt. You could be in trouble. Uh, it's just you want to make sure that th- that they are protected. And I mean, we've had friends who have left Portland because they had kids and they didn't feel safe. Uh, yeah getting their kid around by bike huh. in portland interesting um, and so it's it's one of those things where it's, it's i think there's some additional uh, like, like you, you i think about different things mm-hmm. like i think about more and i think and honestly i want to say i think i'm still a bit more kind of like trusting of humanity in general that like this might be scary but we're, we're not going to get hurt we're going to get through it mm-hmm. uh, sure. trying to make good decisions trying not to do anything dumb and uh but still feeling like, wow, this is, uh, yeah. the stakes are higher now because I'm responsible for two lives, mm. uh, you know, and, and you're, and you're, you're, you're placing your bets on the good of humanity. Right. Right. Which is a harder thing to do than it used to be in my experience. So <laughs> mm. yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you, you hope, and I'm hoping that, you know, that things will work out well. And I don't think, I, I don't think it's a good idea to be scared of the world. I don't think you should go out there um, feeling like you can't it's do anything. It's never good to just live in fear. Right, right. Yeah. But you do want to be realistic and you do want to make decent decisions based on, on what you know and what you're up to. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I've tempered some of my, uh, did that, I, I forget if we answered the question. You, you did. <laughs> Wait, totally. what was the question? <laughs> well, and so I wanted to ask a follow-up to the yeah. question. Uh, in And that's been your experience on the road. So 
obviously when you have a kid in tow, that's going to change your interactions by nature. Right. Did you notice any differences when you were at what I'd call like those rest stop interactions? Because I think one of the things about touring that's always really um, (laughs) been, been a charm is that you have these like great opening, like, Hey, here's where I'm at. Like, right. I'm on a bike and I show up and yeah. I'm completely vulnerable. And how that much leads... is that way? Yeah. Where'd you start? Where yep. are you going? How many How many miles do you do in a day? X Y Z. All you the know? fun questions. Yeah, and you're 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 <laughs> vulnerable in a sense, but that yeah. really opens up a lot of instant and and I would say more profound interactions. Yeah. Sometimes if people are looking to go that direction. Yeah. Uh, you, you minus the kid effect that's already present. Did <laughs> right. you notice anything? change about that nature as well well i think we do have to acknowledge the kid effect because like okay. cyrus is a charmer and he will yeah, smile at strangers <laughs> and every every like grandmother age person you know is like oh what a cute baby and then like you know you have like a 10 minute conversation mm-hmm. or something uh it did it moved us away from the things i like talking about less like the how much does your stuff weigh mm-hmm. um, oh yeah like all those you know i just i don't have any patience for it does anymore. that go I'm, fast gosh, so tight. how much did it cost yeah i can't just maybe. ask me something interesting please ask me something <laughs> like, compelling yeah let's have a conversation yeah human beings yep. uh even though i'm like a hugely data-driven person right so maybe there's some like i don't know who knows uh but but aside from the kid effect mm. uh, you were asking like did that have like did did touring with a kid aside from like him having a cute beaming face <laughs> did that have any also as an aside are you the first person who's tour- like toured with a kid like say under five or under eight no oh, i'm sure not on the show oh on the show yeah well we had maybe, we maybe, had maybe, joe maybe. Kermoski, yeah uh sure. and Speaking of, we home. have had the rusts, and I right. don't like, like, know I'm, how young their kids I'm were. I'm thinking at that like time. kids in the category of they didn't pedal their own bike right. on adventure. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Cyrus is uh, 11 months at the time of the tour, mm-hmm. and I don't know that we've had anybody else talk about that young. I mean, we've had kid, we've had a lot of people talk about bicycling around town with their yep. families. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Okay, uh, it's a good question. I forget. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, your your interactions. Plus minus the kid effect, right? Uh, in that more that the chance to interact, I guess. Totally, yeah. Well, and I think the chances are more because like when he's out of the the trailer, he's like crawling around, and very I'm very proud of the fact that I think we taught him to say stick. It sounds more like stick, but um, but he's verbalizing something when he sees a stick or when I hand him a stick. Ah. You know, and like Booyah. sticks are fun to play with. <laughs> uh, doggy, he he learned how to say dog. Um, mm. And he likes dogs. He's a big fan of dogs. And there's enough of them around uh, at places he would stop for a rest mm. that like he's always seeing one of them or campgrounds or that sort of thing. Uh, we bumped into a number, not uh, bicycle touring people, but uh, a lot of the folks uh, like at Ruckle Campground, which, you know, again, you got to go to, Jonathan. It's great. Uh, a no, ton of walk-in campgrounds. Yeah. And I was surprised. I don't know if it's generational or if it's Canadian or if it's both, uh, but how many people with pretty young kids were out camping. Um, it was just great. So there's like 74 walk-in sites or something at Ruckle. Um, and most of them are waterfront sites. So you're on like the south eastern corner of Salt Spring Island, and uh, it's up. It's right on like a really popular ferry route. So you see all mm-hmm. these BC ferries running back and forth all day, plus uh, a bunch of planes and that sort of thing. Private boats, including one. You know the sound like when there's a guy that took a like a weed eater motor and like put it onto a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Nice, oh, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard that noise, and I'm like, oh, that must be a really fast boat. And I look out, and there's like this tugboat mm. or something, and it's just like inching through the water or <laughs> centimetering through the water, and it's just going. <laughs> and it took like five minutes to like you know enter my point of view and yeah, leave yeah. my point of view. Mm. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. not as fast as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, um, but that was one hella tugboat. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Speaking of tug, um, the uh, the Fat Tug IPA from Driftwood Brewing in Victoria. Uh, mm. It's one of the Highly more recommend. prevalent beers yeah. in uh, at least in BC in that region of BC. Uh, great beer. 
Uh, absolutely incredible. I kind of wish we had gone to the production facility, but uh, you have any kid changes things. Um, no beer <laughs> tours with the kid? Oh, we had beer, <laughs> uh, but we had it at camp um, responsibly, of right, course. Right. But, uh, but the Fat Tug, um, the you'd love the label because the mm. label is a stylized hop. Uh, mm. The hop is uh, kind of like the kraken that's reaching for the ship. Oh, yeah! It's like uh, it's like a hop, uh, you know, a hop bud that's like long tendrils reaching yeah, up to like okay. pull the ship down to the water. Well, that's uh, easy. I'll, I'll know that the next time yeah. I see that on a label. And I don't know how easily you can find Canadian beer in the U.S. I know there are uh, there's duty to be paid and that sort of thing. Uh, you can get like uh, what's the one um, like Fin du Monde and. Uh, uh, there's like a Belgian type hmm. brewery in like Ontario or Quebec or something. Okay. Um, that, uh, yeah, uh, they, they make great beer and you can find that here, but I haven't said like most of the brands that were for sale in BC liquor stores didn't, uh, they weren't beers I was familiar with and, hmm. um, not a lot of us beers made it into the Canadian market. There was Budweiser hmm. if you like that, but, <laughs> uh, compared to all the other things, hmm. uh, and rum, crack and rum, uh, oh. I discovered that was, uh, really? I like rum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, it was, it was kind of fun. So yeah, there, cool. there was that Rhino. too. Yeah. yeah. But totally. yeah. rain, rain, uh, only showed up once really. And it wasn't even bad rain, but it was, you know how, like sometimes when you, uh, when you're inside of a cloud and it, the rain just kind of mists around you, it's like, it's, it's more than oh, just yeah, mist, yeah. but it's less than like falling drops of rain. Yeah. 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 Um, so we biked from Lake Cowichan to Port Renfrew. Lake Cowichan is kind of in the interior of Vancouver Island. There's a great bike path. Um, I don't remember uh, the Cowichan Lake bike path, maybe. Um, we did not get to ride over the largest train trestle bike path bridge thing uh, that was south of the route that we were on. Uh, but we did get to go on this path, and a lot of people were surprised when we told them we had come that way because it's kind of a rougher path. Like, it's a rail trail, but it's unpaved. Oh. And it's like one of those, like, it gets kind of stony and, and yeah, bumpy yeah. in places. That sounds fun. It, it's super <laughs> cool. And there are a couple other trestles there that have been uh, retrofitted uh, for the bike path use. Uh, nice firm deck, and they had... Uh, things you think about when you have a kid uh they had nice fencing that was like anchored on all parts of the bridge so you could like go out there and not worry they were going to fall to their death or something um good so yes <laughs> uh, we had a lunch stop at one and uh there was a guy from another part of bc that was like oh you gotta ride this rail trail up by uh osoyus or whatever and so you know in the future we may go back to canada for more bike trips um mm -hmm. but uh but yeah it was really cool because there are a number of bike paths so we went up to couch and like that way um and then uh, the next day we popped over kind of a, not really a mountain pass, but like some elevation up and down and uh, a place where there was a sign that said, Hey, no cell phone signal for the next 56 kilometers or something. Wow. Um, just like a long day where you're pretty remote. Yeah. Uh, drops you into Port Renfrew down there on the South shore. Uh, and it was, uh, that was when we knew the forecast was calling for rain. And so we're like, let's stay. They have hiker huts there because those two regional trails <sighs> Uh, start and end or people like start there it's kind of a hub for hikers to go out and do hiking or to end their trips uh so they have these little huts at this resort that's there they were like maybe equivalent of 60 dollars us um hmm. and uh so for one night we're like hey let's sleep indoors let's let's uh stay there and yes you should do that i see you guys making <laughs> well, plans we had non-verbally we, we had a great chat at yeah. the barbecue spot about uh, the exchange rate right now oh yeah that's, with yeah. some folks from canada yes. right uh, <laughs> It's like what? It's seventy five percent of uh, U.S. dollar or something it's like basically that. Basically, everything is thirty one percent off. Okay, there you go. It's a good discount. It is. Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, uh, we went down and we stayed one night there. So we get up the next day and it's that mist cloud thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't get, so cell phone signals don't reach Port Renfrew. Like you can't use a cell. I couldn't use my cell phone there. Yeah. Um, so it's like old school place. And, uh, but was the there Wi-Fi? There was Wi-Fi, not in the cabin, but at the office. And so oh. you couldn't get the Wi-Fi signal from the cabin. <laughs> you had to go like walk down and hang around the yeah. office and check your email or something. Right on. Uh, the weather forecast was inconclusive and looking bad all day. So you wake up, we get all packed up. We got to get out of this cabin we rented, you know, so they can clean it and turn it over. Um, and so we're all packed up. We got the the bike trains assembled in you know, a luggage mounted. We're dressed up, raincoats on. Like, what's it going to be like? And and the re- the rain forecast is just like, well, this is going to suck all day. And then you have oh, to camp no. in the dirt and the yeah. mud and uh, be miserable all night is what the rain forecast was saying. <laughs> Turns out it wouldn't have been that way, but with the information we had, it looked really unpalatable. Yeah. We ended up doing two nights in Renfrew. They had an opening in the huts uh, again that night, so we rented a second night at the hut. Um, again, we could have... That's like, not so bad, though. If we had done it, it would have worked out nicely. Yeah. The uh, the campground in Jordan River was nice. It was great. We had lunch there the next day, and we just made it a bigger biking day. Um, but that was one thing Kermaski said back in the day when we interviewed him. He was like, you know, when you're biking with kids, you're just going to go... You're going to go fewer miles. It's going to less yeah. distance. Uh, you're not going to go as far every day. That's fine. Uh, but you stop Did more. Did that take some getting used to? A little bit. Yeah. But then I'm not in great shape either. <laughs> <laughs> Eight months of train commuting and, and then like kind of trying to start an exercise regimen, but also like, you know, my work schedule has me traveling a little bit. And so I'm, I'm a little bit thrown off from that. So I don't, you know, I'm not making the healthy choices I should. And, uh, so yeah, uh, it was good for me at this time. Uh, but even if I was in more aggressive, like go to an island, bike some hills, it's still hard. So <laughs> I'm okay with the distance thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it takes the same amount of time as the thing because you got to stop, you got to change some diapers, you got to feed a hungry kid. Um, maybe you take a little walk on the side to get him down to a nap or something if yeah. that's necessary. You got to mm-hmm. shop, you got to do all these things. And it takes more time with a kid. Sure. It's not a bad thing. It's just a thing you have to be aware of. Yeah. And, and so we made our plans around that. Well, yeah, real good on you. That's but, always been the tagline of... Uh, my site is, you know, it's it's the good things in life. Exactly. slow you down. Yeah, exactly. Cyrus yeah. is a good thing. Well, and slowness is not bad. Slow yeah. is good. Slow your roll. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was good. It's nice to be kind of forced into that sometimes. Did you, um, it, so as we keep an eye towards your schedule here, Yeah. did we have any, or I would say, what was your takeaway, or did you have any big takeaways from this trip? Yeah. Uh, Canada's great. Okay. <laughs> I really enjoy it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's funny, just like the small things, like getting off of the ferry, and then after after I wrapped up my, my pit fruit into the uh, the bag and handed it to the angry guy, um, <laughs> after that, we were in Canada and we were happy. But um, just kind of like the, the small things that are different, and like I got used to seeing signs that were posted. For example, uh, here in Portland, at least, street signs are green, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in sydney across the border when you get off the ferry the street signs the names of the streets are on white signs uh then directional signs are green uh and i mean every locality has its own standards as to what you know like i think there are some white street signs in portland too but uh but yeah just small things like that or seeing distances and kilometers uh one of the things i noticed in canada was that the um uh, they have signs after the ferry terminal that say hey cyclists ride you know as far to the right as possible um, don't stop in the roadway. That was the big thing. Like, oh, uh, if you yeah. have to stop, don't just like stop in the middle of the road. And that makes sense because like you got traffic going both ways and there's no place for them to go. Um, honestly, so you know how when you're riding on the road, there's a motorist behind you that wants to pass you. Uh, it would be prudent for that motorist to wait until they had 
a stretch of good visibility where they knew that they weren't going to collide with oncoming traffic as they passed you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in reality, that never happens. Right. right. <laughs> so you've got you got people that are like really kind of on their way, and even nice Canadians don't um, uh, don't always make the best decisions oh. when it comes to passing. Well, so, it's really hard to wait when you're used to going like you yeah. know, 30, 40 miles per hour, and then now you're going like 15, 10 miles For per sure. hour. Yeah. Well, and one thing we also thought about, uh, Adele brought this up, was that maybe like, you know, on the islands, most people are there maybe for recreation or tourism or something. They got a pretty flexible schedule. On the south coast of Vancouver Island, as we're going towards Sook and Victoria, you got people who got shit to do. Like they yeah. got to be somewhere. And so they're like, got places gotta, to be. get out of my way. Yeah. You know, just like anybody else who's on a schedule. Uh, but the constant thing, the thing that always happens when, when someone passes you without decent visibility is that they are speeding up to pass you. And suddenly they're speeding towards traffic that is speeding towards yeah. them. Um, inevitably, the person passing you speeds up um, and the person that they are speeding towards on the other side that they're impeding <laughs> needs to slow down so that there's no collision. Sure. Mm. And I saw that happen so many times. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like it happened a bit. I, well, I had a lot of time to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mm. didn't I didn't uh, listen to any podcasts or anything while I was riding this time around. Uh, usually on tours before, I've had an earbud in the ear. Uh, I just like, I like listening to people talk. I like hearing ideas. I like thinking about stuff while I'm riding this time around, uh, partially because I had Cyrus in the trailer behind me. I wanted to make sure I was like fully alert. I wasn't distracted. Uh, I was making good decisions for him. I didn't have earbuds in and it wasn't like, I was like, I'm not going to use earbuds. I was just like, I never felt like it was a decent idea. Mm. Uh, and you know, uh, I see Adele less than I used to cause I work more and that sort of thing. So it was a good time to talk to her when we were riding too. So um, you know, uh, more time in conversation, less time in my head or less time with, with recorded content. So that was another thing that was a little bit different about this one. And it mm-hmm. was good. Um, I, I don't know. I, I've got a big backlog. I've got a big queue of shows I want to listen to. And so I'm always kind of, I'm thinking like, oh, I, I really got to catch up, you know, at that point <laughs> listening isn't fun anymore. And so oh, yeah. really trying to disconnect from that. Gotcha. But, but yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it was the right call. It was. Yeah, it was. And honestly, like the islands, I, I can't say enough good about the islands. As, as tricky as it is to go up and down on the uh, hills and everything like that, uh, there are some really, really beautiful camping situations. Uh, I would recommend it to anybody. Um, I think uh, Evan and Stephanie came in like a month ago or something mm-hmm. to talk about their San Juan Island experience. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think good. very similarly, like the dynamic of having to like heal to uh, ferry schedules and make sure you're on time with the boat, spend a lot of time in transition, getting to and from. Uh, you got to be prepared for that. But uh, if that's what you're looking for, it's a great experience mm-hmm. and some beautiful things. And again, those um, uh, the primitive campsites on the islands are pretty fantastic. So I want to go back. There's a lot of places we didn't go this time around. There's uh, plenty of good stuff. Um, yeah, and if anybody wants to see photos and whatnot, I'm posting to my Instagram. It's uh, Brockmon, B-R-O-C-K-M-O-N, uh, on Instagram. So it's Sweet. there. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So well, that's that's some of what happened. I was, <laughs> I will say I was a little surprised to see pictures of Cyrus on Well, there's not Instagram. that many of them. <laughs> and most of them he's facing away from the camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he that was the thing you kind of made a, a pretty strong stance on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm early. not going to post. Well, you, half of it is like I want him to have his privacy. Like uh, John yeah. C. Riley told Mark Maron on a podcast one time, like, hey, uh, my kids can make their own decisions about publicity when they're old enough to. Yeah. Uh, and the other part is like I don't want to be that guy who's like oh, suddenly, well, it, is that Brock? Facebook profile picture is of a kid of a baby oh, you know yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> suddenly like a person ceases to exist and they have no no individual identity outside their baby and their child uh and i mean there's nothing wrong with loving your child there's nothing wrong with putting up pictures if you want to uh i guess but it just for me yeah exactly right on so yeah so you can see a lot of the back of cyrus's head on my instagram feed yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's got a lot nice. of hair cool well 
it's so good to catch up with you, Brock. Thanks for having me in. Appreciate thanks, it. Yeah, thanks for coming in on the uh, night that you're back into Portland. Yeah, yeah. And also thanks to Jonathan for joining us today. Good to meet you, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, yeah. Look forward to it. Well, and you got to come back and be on the show again, right? I would love to. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yes. We'll find a good week for it. Totally, yeah. Indeed. Uh, would folks like to stick around for our news and headlines? Yes. Alrighty. This is where I should have the calendar music already booted up. It's yeah. all good. I would say, while we're booting that up, um, Brock, you've already mentioned Brockman yes. is your title or handle. Uh, Jonathan, where can people find you online? If you're on a social media, I can be found at Subtle Dream. That's S-U-B-T-L-E, dream, one word, or subtledream.com if you don't do social media. I respect that. I'm going to go follow you right now. I followed you already. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Follow back. You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thank you. Thank you. I love, I love, I love, I love. Don't, don't ever use that. Tim Mooney. Don't worry, Tim. Tim. We'll still use it because it's recorded and we can do that kind of thing. Here. Yes. The second Thursday of every month is the Joyful Writers Club in Minneapolis. The first Friday of every month, the San Francisco Bike Party. Hey, that's a new one. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us. Mm-hmm. And that the, was sent in by somebody who knows about or maybe attends the San Francisco Bike Bar. Yes. yes. That's cool. Yes. And I think we've got a little bit more information in our uh, mail from that individual oh, as good. well. Good. The second Friday of every month is the Boston Bike Party. Also the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party. Also, also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party. And the last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party. The first Saturday of every month is the Civil Unrest Ride. And every second Sunday of every month right here in Portland, the Corvidai Bike Club Ride. <laughs> and again, this Sunday is their second anniversary. Nice. That it is. Yes. Corvidai. That's, uh, uh, what, the Latin name for crow? Yes. Yeah. And I keep mispronouncing it. It's Corvidai. Corvidai. It's that weird yeah. A-E push-together yeah. thing. I'm sure they're yeah. cool with it. Is that, I, is that I a diphthong? So. It's, yeah. it's been two years of mispronouncing that word. I feel like we'd know either that or nobody is paying attention. Well, they yeah. haven't told us to take it off the calendar, so we're going to roll with it. September 11th, why not? No, you're not. Title is mine. But the Not Skills Clinic is Ashley and uh, Crumb. Now oh, yeah. Forget her partner's name. Oh, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Daniel, thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, Ashley and Daniel from Fernway are doing September 11th at Golden Pliers from 4 to 7 p.m., a not uh, clinic. And I regret I will not make it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I... <laughs> That's for you, Brock. These are the sacrifices I make while you're in town. <laughs> September 14th and the 21st, ride the rim at Crater Lake. September 21st, the intergalactic surly day, and it is happening all over, but here in Portland, it is happening at Modern Times Belmont Fermentation, or Fermentorium. You guess. All good. Uh, upcoming film by bike tour dates, Missoula, Montana, September 19th through 20th, Salem, Oregon, a new addition to their calendar on September 27th, Bendigo, Salem, Aus Oregon? September 27th. Oh, I gotta Salem go. Ain't so Guess bad. What? All right. Go. <laughs> and so can anybody else who's nearby or dearby to film by bike. Uh, Bendigo, Australia, October 4th. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Ooh, another new. That's a new one. It is to our calendar. West side of the state. October 7th. Coos Bay, Oregon, November 2nd. And Akron, Ohio. Keep it real, Akron. November 3rd. 
And now for... What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. It circles around the city lights. Dude, Kurt Bird, the band. Pretty great. They've been broken up for like six or seven years now or something. Yeah. Like they haven't been a band like first, but we still play the song. It's, a, it's good. It's a, it's a good song. Yeah, we, it's have, really we got permission from the guy when they were a band, so yeah. It's legit. <laughs> from John L. from Bicycling.com, meet the Rough Stuff Fellowship, the world's oldest off-road cycling club. Ooh. The UK's Rough Stuff Fellowship, RSF, was established when one man, a certain... Bill Paul of Liverpool put an advert in the Bicycle Magazine. An advert. Quote, I believe there is still a small select circle who love the rough and highways amongst the mountains of Wales, the lakes of Scotland. He wrote before asking any such people to join him in creating a fellowship. A few months later, around 40 cyclists joined him at a pub in, I'm going to mispronounce it, Leominster a small English town near the Welsh border, for the inaugural meeting. Mm-hmm. This has Sean Granton written all over it. It does. And also yes. Sean Connery, right? Sean Connery on the, huh? uh, a Celebrity Jeopardy Sean, on Sean SNL. Sean Granton Connery? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like a rough Trebek. If, if you're a fan of vintage photography, particularly as relates to adventure cycling, check it out. There's some pretty swell photos oh, yeah. in this layup. Um yeah, I, I was I was grinning as I was looking through. Uh, you know, nothing like somebody just sitting at the side of the road, probably in nineteen like fifty eight or something like that, with their knee just bleeding, and they're like, "Yep, <laughs> it's legit." Oh, by the way, yeah. I'm smoking a corn cob pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the presence of tobacco, I mean, tobacco will kill you, right? But yes, uh, the presence yes, of tobacco disclaimer. in old cycling photos, yep. is like yeah. the, the classic Tour de France photo, it right? Really like, is. like I, I'm not much for the Tour de France today, but the, the whole idea of like some guys just like, I really need to smoke, guys. Here, let's help you light it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Come alongside me. <laughs> brings 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 you back. Uh, from our friend Aaron Brown, no at No More Freeways PDX. According to a Willamette Week article published Tuesday, the Oregon Department of Transportation is quote prepared to conduct a full blown environmental impact study for the project. Yes. Full blown this time, in, not half blown like last time. Big well, win, not not five percent blown. Uh, <laughs> in, instead not of even giving them half. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, because the story was right that the the uh, ODOT kind of tried to force this expansion project through, saying, "Hey, we've considered the environmental factors, yeah. and they had mm-hmm. not yeah. considered fully the environmental factors." So, no. a, as referred to an environmental assessment. Uh, which which carries none of the same weight as a full EIS. Right. Ah. So this is the first development in what will hopefully be a string of more encouraging news in regards to not having more tarmac slash freeway in our city center. Uh, and it would be great to get Aaron back on the show yeah. if he's got time uh, to talk about this. And Aaron was on, uh, uh, I want to say Think Out Loud, mm-hmm. the OBD yeah. yeah. local yeah. program. Just yeah. last uh, week, I believe. Great appearance. Or two weeks ago. Always good anytime on the radio. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. good here. Would, would yeah. love to hear good, Aaron back good here. Good news. Good news. Less freeways, more bike, yeah. more, well, and, and more happy people. Here's the thing, right? Like Traffic is going to suck. Traffic sucks now. And if you widen the freeway, traffic will still suck. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. reminds, reminds me of that um, Columbia River Crossing slogan, like, build it and more will come. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. or, or at least, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, on the same, in the same vein, and I'm, I'm sure we've talked about this in more um, 
professional people have talked about this in in more public forums, but if you build cycling lanes, cycle infrastructure, more might come. I met a guy waiting for the ferry that was like, I I think I said something about, oh, there's such great infrastructure here on Vancouver Island. Uh He's like, I don't really like infrastructure. (laughs) I said, oh, you're you're a vehicular cyclist. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, he was. (laughs) All right. Well, good luck. There's a place for uh, Mm. generally old white men who love to fight with traffic. I don't like fighting with traffic. <laughs> I mean, for some people, it's yeah. invigorating, but uh, it's not. Yeah. Like, it's certainly not the norm, nor should I've, it be. I've paid my dues. I don't need to invigorate. I will take a strong personal stance against vehicular cycling. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We also have from Fernway, Ashley Lance, I, and I'm Daniel. sorry. I will take a firm stance against vehicular cycling as the norm. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Already. There not, we go. Not like just all I mean, together. I've done it. I'll continue to, yeah, yeah. but yeah, as the norm. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. You're, you're quite all right. Yeah. Just talking about uh, why not? No, you're not. Um, it, I So let me get back to this because I really do regret that I will not be there because, and I'm not. You will not? God dang it. I've <laughs> really tried hard. Not well. You're not really helping I'm your case here, Aaron. <laughs> I know, but I, I tie this I one love, off, man. I love tying. <laughs> you go down. <laughs> <laughs> I really love nuts. It was like my favorite thing in Boy Scouts. That was the thing that like kept me in Boy Scouts for so long. What even are though you? I didn't do anything. Are with you it. going bowling? <laughs> okay. He was really wrapped up in it. You know what? <laughs> I may not have knots, but I have mail. <laughs> we Speaking of bad jokes, last week's week's episode where you guys were reading my joke and Aaron spends five minutes convincing the audience, this is not my joke. (laughs) I am not responsible for this trite. Yes. I mean, the worst part was that it was Aaron's joke. (laughs) (laughs) I will say Tofino Brewing Brewing from Vancouver Island has uh, an amazing stout made with local kelp. Really, really really good. Mm. Yeah, good beer. Yummy. Kelp stout. Had an umami uh, sort of thing going for it. Uh, From the writer of our calendar headline, or our calendar, what am I trying to say? Jeez. You got it. Start over. Strike that. From the writer of our calendar music, Tim Mooney in DC. Glow in the dark bike path. Check it out, Sprocket Podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Poland road trip. Yes, and uh, it says here, Poland unveils glow-in-the-dark bicycle path that is charged by the sun. This luminous blue cycling strip, which can be found near Lidspark Warminski in the north of Poland, was created by the TPA Institute Badan Technocyc SPZOO. That will be not the correct pronunciation. It's made from a synthetic material that can give out light for up to 10 hours at a time once charged Whoa. by the sun throughout the day. Although the concept was inspired by um, Studio Rosengard's Starry Night bike lane in the Netherlands, the technology is quite different from the Dutch version, version as the Dutch version uses LEDs, whereas this one is entirely dependent upon solar power. Mm-hmm. It is still in the testing phase at the moment, but let's hope that this bright idea will be implemented in other countries in the very near future. It's a bright idea. Get it? Yeah. And I feel like I had seen the other version that was the LED version, and I know that photography can um, do some magic about these things at times, but this thing looks sweet. Is the whole path illuminated? It is not so just like lines or something. It's like the whole surface. If you've ever walked on the beach and you've had the bioluminescent, oh yeah, it's 
basically it looks like, like that bioluminescence. Bike really? It's wow. the entire bike path, except it's synthetic bioluminescence. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's cool though. Or uh, photoluminescence. Right, or and it's not like just that. when you step on it. It's like it illuminated the whole time. Yep, right. indeed. Which is good because, I mean, bike lights, most people's bike lights aren't super bright. Or are they? I mean, some are, but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But some are too bright. Being able to find your way on a path in, in mm-hmm. the dark oh, uh, definitely. is tricky oh. sometimes. Yeah, Or but finding the path itself. Right, right, yeah. right, right. If you were biking here and you all of a sudden saw no light, you would know very well that you were not upon the path anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, from Jason Oftenberg, after rebuilding my front wheel to add a dynamo hub, my hashtag Brompton now has lights without batteries. Yeah. Yes. Dynamo lights. Dynamo lights. I cannot praise them enough. I'm a big fan. You have yeah. them on yours, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations, by the way. I haven't oh, seen yeah. you since you got a Brompton. Oh. But congratulations. Yeah. Don't don't I look classier now? Damn sexy. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> It's, she's right over there, by the way. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And our uh, name again is... El Tigrillo de Siete Leguas. Yes. Which means the tiger of the, seven the, leguas. The, the the little tiger oh. of seven leagues. Excuse me. Oh, it's leagues. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. You know, I, tr- I put that into Google Translate. Yeah. It wouldn't It wouldn't do it for me. Leguas? Yeah, I guess. Or what? I'd, oh, maybe really? it was the syntax. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I was very curious what it meant, so I'm glad that you told us. Ah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll There's hear more. There's a lot of history in that in that name, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You hinted at that in yeah. the last episode, yeah, yep. or two episodes um, ago. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're just gonna have to like learn some history. Will there be full explication at nope. some point? Nope. No, you're, you're gonna make just us gonna Google have to it? like learn your history. Yeah. Should I Google it in Spanish or in uh, English? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Heather Feather says for your calendar list, the SF Bike Party is the first Friday of every month. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. We and. Anybody who has, like, an event that they want us to put on our calendar, mm-hmm. we'll do it. Totally. Uh, yeah. I think that also might have been from Twitter, and uh, I, I'm not great at keeping up with Twitter. Are I'm you? awful Okay, right. So wow. if you send Am us I something the best on Twitter. Twitter person in the room? <laughs> oh, so, so Guthrie is our <laughs> designated Twitter checker, wow. I think. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was where I was kind of, like, going through. I was like, hey, there's some old uh, some old stuff we haven't uh, mentioned on the show yet. And so, yeah, thank you. Uh, Ty, uh, what was it? Heather Feather? Heather Feather. Thank you, Heather Feather. Yes. And unrelated-ish, but our good friend Chris at Go Dig a Hole, speaking of being on Think Out Loud, was on Think Out Loud. Oh, my gosh. Talking about Deacon's. You heard him here first. It's true. And you can hear him here uh, a few times a month. That's true. uh, As part of Open Signal's podcast program. He's he's one of the podcasts that Mm -hmm. records out of this studio. Yes. Uh, And talking about deconstructing colonization in archaeology. Wow. Uh, Really, really interesting podcast and a pleasure to listen to. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to go home and listen to that now. Was uh was he on that one or was it just, I think it was referring to things that he uh mentioned oh, about okay. making sure that like you're not just going out to dig up stuff and put it in a museum somewhere. Like respecting the cultural legacy of mm-hmm. I think it might have been an interview with somebody else. I I forget oh, right now. Oh, okay. Uh, um, well, I've I've listened to Go Dig a Hole. I didn't catch the yeah, yeah. article, so no, okay. allow, I, allow me to inf- Allow me to say I'm going to go home and listen to it. Not at all. I, I think it was... Uh, <laughs> so maybe not necessarily on, but name-checked? Uh, I don't think he was even name-checked, but it, it oh, touched oh, okay. the same themes that he talked about oh, when he came in to talk about us. And so oh, I thought gotcha. it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I should have made that clearer. That's okay. Um, but uh, no, it, it's really cool because it is the whole like, uh, like, what do we do with this thing? What do we do with this artifact? This should be in a museum. This should be... <laughs> no, no, it should not. You leave it alone, Indiana. That's right. Put it back. That's right. Yep. You should go back to teaching classes. Um, <laughs> speaking of... Getting the slow clap, by the way. This <laughs> but, is great. But if you're looking for a really fun and 
uh, incredibly interesting podcast to ch- listen to. Check out Go Dig a Hole. Yeah. Where if uh, 15 minutes of Think Out Loud was not enough for you, don't worry. There's a lot more there. Uh, Think Out Loud also. Great show. Uh, local news thing. It, it's uh, largely Oregon focused and I think out of that probably largely Portland centric. But um, To a degree. To a degree. Yeah. I mean it does a lot of great statewide coverage. Uh, but uh, host Dave Miller is one of my like interview heroes. I would say of all the people I listen to on podcasts, he is the one I most wish to meet. Yeah. And funny thing, when we were on the ferry uh, going to Shaw Island. He was there. I see this guy hanging out with a family. No. And like, just like sitting down or whatever. And I'm thinking like that looks a lot like the picture of Dave Miller that I've seen on his Twitter profile. Like, I wonder if that's the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I look at him. I look again. I'm like, oh, maybe. And I tell Adele, yeah, I think that might be Dave Miller. She's like, no way. You should go talk to him. And I'm like, he's on vacation or something, right? Like, I, I don't think he's working. I, I should just like him. I have all your albums. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening. Uh, so... We like walked around did our thing on the ferry deck, and then we like we're out on the like out in the fresh air, looking at stuff, feeling the breeze, that sort of thing. Uh, it's time to get off on Shaw Island, right? To like take our stuff and go. And so I'm walking back through kind of the the seating area, and he's over there, and I'm kind of look, looking at him, and like he looks up and looks at me, so I just give him a nod, and then that's kept the way on walking. to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. the way to do it. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and later, so I, I tweeted at him because I'm like, oh, he's like fairly active on Twitter, right? Sure. And so I tweet at him like. Were you on a ferry this last weekend? <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Did I or did I see you on a ferry?" Is what I said. And he said, yeah. uh, in response, a couple of days later, "If you were on a ferry going to Orcas Island, you did." There huh. he was. <laughs> there he right was. on. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, anyways, uh, that guy's great. Yeah, indeed, agreed. Uh, well. Once again, thank you so much for being on the show, Brock. I know you've been on the show a few times before. A couple. Jonathan, welcome <laughs> to the twice. first time club. I like it. Yeah, yeah. You got to come like back. It. Seriously. Truly, yeah. yeah. Got uh, another reason to come to, come back to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, not just for the vegan barbecue, which I gotta say was pretty dank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a hella dank. <laughs> I don't know if I'm cool enough to use that. Oh, you are. You are. Yeah. Yes. I think you'd be cooler if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't. Uh. <laughs> All right, cue that up. <laughs> The Sprocket Podcast is produced at StreamPDX Community Audio Studio thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text to 503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Kurt Bird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to our sustaining donors, Shadowfoot, Katharina Melengard. Wayne Norman, Eric Iverson. Cameron Lean, Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Wise. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who's, who's a, a time, time traveler. traveler. Dave Knows. Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley. Peanut Butter Jar Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder. Anna, have a good trip. Sorry I missed you. Andre Johnson, Richard, or er, King of Division, Richard G. Guthrie Straw, who's sitting to my left. Hey there. Hi. Aaron <laughs> Eric Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regrainery. Campsite, Mac Nurse David, Nathan Poulton. Chris Rawson, Rory in Michigan, Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman. Harry Hugel, EJ Finneran. We'll see you tomorrow, EJ. Brad Hipwell. Thomas yeah. Gato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom. Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, Derek Wagner. Jason Oftenberg. Thanks for writing in. Yeah. Absolutely. Microcosm Publishing, David Moore. Todd Grosbeck, Chris Barron, Chris, Chris Barron. Barron. Chris Chris Barron. Barron. 
Sean Baird, Simon, Gregory Braithwaite, Ryan Morrow, Jimmy Diesel, Dude Luna, Matthew Rooks, Marshall, Paula at Funitake Cyclecraft, Philip M, Spartan Dale, no relation, Mr. T, who never really left, Bike Initiative Kiwana, Sarah G, Adam D, Go Dig a Hole, and Beth Hammond, and Greg Murphy, and all of our former donors who helped us get this far, now brush our teeth, and go to bed. So, uh, Mr. Rooks signed yes. off on us going caca for his name. Oh. It's okay. Oh, sweet. Yeah, because <laughs> Rook is a name Wait, for crow. We never, oh. we never got the official okay from that. Wait, oh, we did. Oh, I did. okay. We were okay. cacaing because it said Rook? Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 <I thought laughs>